What's up, everybody? Back here for episode 38 of the Pit Side Podcast. This is a super cool episode. It's definitely going to be Roger's favorite episode. We've got ASCS National Tour driver Dylan Westbrook here. We're going to talk to him in just a little bit, so stay tuned. Welcome to the Pit Side Podcast, where we discuss the latest news and developments in the Coast to Coast Racing League, as well as other racing news inside and out of iRacing. Here's your host, the A-Let Outlaw, Preston Cranmer, and Roger, the Bassman, Craig. So we're back. It's, uh, it's, a, it's a great episode. Uh, before we jump into this week's information, we should probably rewind a little bit to last week. Roger and I did film a podcast <laughs> last week. Um, we had our uh, newest sponsor, um, Dean Reynolds, who's associated with Empire Super Sprints and Super Dark Car, he came on, had a great conversation. Great, it was a great interview. The, the whole episode went pretty great. We had some hilarious outtakes. It was going to be fantastic, and I went to edit it uh, late Friday night and or late Saturday night, and realized I didn't have any sound on any of the clips we'd recorded. So unfortunately, uh, that one will fall into the depths, and we'll have to get Dean back on. I think. Out of everybody, We're, Dean was the one that that that'll be okay because I think he'll be willing to come back. Yeah, yeah, that was uh, that was sort of what I thought. It, it, if it had to, sorry, Dean, but if it, if it had to happen to anybody, it, would, it was best to happen to Dean because Dean would be willing to come back and talk again so <laughs> so yeah so we're, we're really technically this is uh episode 39 but we're going with 38 since we didn't publish anything last week so we apologize thanks for sticking with us stuff like that's going to happen from time to time on that note this is the first week officially that we are and i've mentioned this a few times in the, in the weeks leading up to our name change we are officially on spotify so if you're listening there you'll you'll already know that we're on apple podcast and google podcast there will be some other platforms popping up but i think those are the three major ones um pretty exciting i think we're going to get a whole new audience that way so uh, i don't think this show will change a whole lot and you may just hear us explain a little bit more and i think i have to talk more since i can't just sit here and be the pretty face yeah, because uh, they uh, they definitely don't want to just listen to me all the time. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah. So so we we ask even if you're going to continue to watch it on YouTube, if you have one of those platforms, if you'd go and uh, give us a subscribe there too, that does help us. Um, it will have the ability to kind of lock down some sponsors and things like that, and make it even bigger, and hopefully bring on more you know bigger or more well-known guests like we've got this week too. Well, yeah. I mean, we've we've hit the jackpot. You know me. I'm I'm super fan here. You know this 70 year old guy is just uh, you know it's uh, I got an idol that that's 22 years old. So uh, it's uh, it's 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 a great. He's just a great great kid, and uh, I I've been wanting to get him on at the right time, and uh, and now is the right time. And 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 you know it's it's fantastic to see uh, Dylan Westbrook doing. Uh, Doing what he's doing out on the tour, just like he used to do back home. You know, everybody knew that he couldn't stick around because he was just—he was just dominant. You know, it was like yeah. uh, it was like Lane Snook or uh, you know, uh, Brand, yeah, or Brandon Schultz or whatever. It was just uh, uh, at Ash Weekend. It was—I uh, think it started to get to the point where there was a, uh, you know, a, not an anti-fan club, but like you know, people were sick of seeing him win all the time. He's just so dominant. So he it's needed that, that Jimmy Johnson effect. Yeah, he needed that move, uh, you know, to to better his skills, 
and and, and get the tougher competition. Um, and, and and that's not to belittle the competition. Oshawigan has some phenomenal drivers, just phenomenal drivers. But uh, I'm thinking it's, it's kind of like with Larson when he went back to dirt. You know, I think everybody was just as glad to see him go. You know, <laughs> now they've all got a shot at it. And uh, so it's, uh, yeah. But anyways, uh, you know, I've been super pumped about this because, uh, and, and you'll see in the interview, he's just a, a, a great human being and a, just a, a humble person. And if you ever saw him at home, so he's the oldest, uh, you know, there's, there was, uh, there's um, four brothers and all the kids. He's by far the oldest. Um, so it's all these little kids and he'll be down on the floor playing with them or like, Anytime you want to feature, they would all be out on the track, and I, uh, you know, he, he just he just loved that stuff, and uh, uh, he's just just a, just a great person. And anybody in our league that has met him, um, you know, they've all talked about, you know, what, yeah, what a great guy, and I'll, you know, he's got a new fan. I'll be cheering for him. I remember Steve Bixler said that, you know, that uh, uh, after meeting him, boy, you know, he'll be he'll be following him and uh, and pulling for him. So. Yeah, it, I, I'm excited about this episode for sure. Yeah, it's it's really cool, and you know, it's 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 right on the heels. And we mentioned this to Dylan a little bit too. We just finished our Hawkeye challenge, which I think you and I couldn't be more pleased with. It had any time you're putting five different dirt cars on the track, really six if you count the 358s as big blocks as separate cars. It, it's got the potential to be an absolute disaster, and I think we would have settled for mediocre, and it ended up going yes. great. It went absolutely fantastic. I, and I think I, I hung around for the interviews because there was like five winners, basically. Um, and I, I think everybody had a great time. And, uh, you know, I I guess, you know, the unfortunate part was that only, you know, we took the, the top five from the different divisions. Like, it was limited to 24 drivers. So, you know, there's a lot of people who would love to have run it, didn't get a chance. But having said that, you know, it was all cream of the crop. Uh, and uh, those guys put on a great show. Uh, there was not that many cautions, especially when given, you know, um, like John Hines said uh, uh, on the broadcast, you know, there was like, I think, a three-second difference between the street stocks and the 305s. And, and you know, so you'd be coming up on somebody faster. And, and, and uh, Daniel Vought, uh Summarize it. He said, "Like it, it was like a chess game. It was something he, a game he had never played before." And he said, "You had to be planning your moves like a half track ahead when you're coming up on these guys yeah. because, uh, you know, and it, it was a uh, something you hadn't experienced before." And then the added dimension of, uh, you know, that the three hundred fives were, uh, you know, you had to be careful on the fuel. So that that added a dimension. A few of them ran out of ran out of fuel. There, I, I thought that might happen. They were all running. The high line, you know, and you're under the rim, and uh, I thought, well, I don't know how long that's going to last. <laughs> yeah. So, it, but it was it was great. And so it was, and, and all the racing tonight, you had commented too, and uh, and you're doing uh, admitting for a couple of them mm -hmm. and that even 305s. We had four. We had a full house tonight, 45 cars, and it was good ra overall. Good racing, like uh, you know, we didn't have lots of cautions or or incidents or or anything. So. Uh, uh, yeah, it was a phenomenal night of, of racing, and, especially and after the last couple of weeks. Yeah, it's exactly what I was getting to say. We we needed that. The the race in the past, you know, it, it's we're in week two, but the past couple of Mondays and last Wednesday, there was was what way too much contact, and we know we're going to have a streak where 
you'll have a little more contact than you want. But if you go look at standings, everybody's IL is through the through the ceiling. It's really like, rough, and I know it's going to come back down, but it, it's been bad. Uh, we, in last week's episode that didn't didn't make the air, we pleaded to everybody, please just calm down a little bit, race each other cleaner. And uh, I guess we'll, we'll blame this past Monday on the fact that nobody got to hear that message, I guess. But uh, I think this is tonight was a trend in the right direction. The midget racing was fantastic. I do, I have to admit, when I'm adminning, sometimes when you get a long run, I get engrossed in the racing. I'll always be a fan first. And a yellow flag comes out, and I'm thinking, oh, man, yellow flag. And I forget I'm supposed to be saying something to the drivers. So it, it was really great. The show was great. Joe did a bang-up job. Joe White, our broadcaster, did a bang-up job announcing the Hawkeye, too. I was listening to that in the background. It was it was all very, very entertaining. It was. He had five classes to keep track of and yeah. who was leading each one. And then they started laughing at each other, and it's kind of like and, and and he was worried he was not, wasn't covering it well enough. And I'm thinking, he was doing it. He was killing it. But I bet you he's probably sleeping already. You know? Like yeah, warm out. He, well, I'm sure it wore him out because there's just so much to keep track of. But, uh, yeah. And, and, you know, like next Monday night, I don't think anybody in Rebels is eligible to transfer into Renegades because. Yeah. So there's there's the message. You know, you got to get your IL down. You got to drive a little cleaner. And, uh, you know, well, it, it's uh, a little bit. That there's the message, and uh, it'll get through because uh, when people realize, you know, that I want to race, but I can't transfer to the next division, um, you know, that hits home. So, anyways, uh, so maybe we should get into this interview, and uh, we'll come back and talk about a few other things, uh, uh, what's going on around the league, and uh, you know, after after this interview, because uh, I can't wait for people to see it. Yep, sounds like a plan. Let's talk to talk to him now. So, probably my uh, most favorite interview we've uh, had since the podcast started. We should have waited till uh, episode 47, but uh, we wanted to get it out of the way before then. Dylan Westbrook, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing good. How are you guys? Uh, we're doing great. We just came off. We just came off. Um, uh, we have like a hometown hero series on Wednesday nights, and it's just kind of like an Ashwika night. So every yep. night, you know, while well, we'll get into that a little bit later, but every night's a special night. But tonight we had uh, a Hawkeye Challenge. Are you familiar with the Hawkeye Challenge? No, not really. <laughs> so uh, at, at Boone Speedway, uh, you know, we had 305s, we had Pro Late models, we had dirt modifieds, street stock, and uh, oh, UMP, all on the track at once. It just <laughs> like a gong show. So uh, yeah, I bet you that was pretty crazy. <laughs> oh yeah, it was. It was, and they do that. They do that at Boone Speedway, like in real life. So. Uh, yeah, Boone does it a little differently where it's the, depending on what class you're in, it, it uh, will restrict the number of laps. We did 50 laps straight up, and I thought it was going to come off like kind of a novelty. The racing was fantastic. It was really cool. Took the 305s probably the first half of the race to work through the field, and then, oh, it was awesome. It was really cool. Yeah, it was cool. So anyways, uh, you know, for, for those that don't know, other than uh, you know Dylan's uh, family, which is fairly extensive, uh, I'm his number one fan. So uh, I've known Dylan. I think probably about when you were 14 and running. How, how old were you when you ran crates? That's when I started following you. Yeah, that probably would have been yeah, right around 14. Yeah, yeah. So uh, we're good friends with uh, Dylan's grandparents, and uh, we'd go to the track and and. Uh, it's Dylan's fault for all this stuff, the whole eye racing and everything else. He got me hooked back up. Uh, I was a big racing fan when I was young, and then uh, 
you know, got to go go into Ashwigan and seeing Dylan run and uh, became a huge fan immediately and um, just to revitalize that whole thing. So uh, it extended into the whole iRacing thing and uh, you created a monster, buddy. So, uh, <laughs> you know, it's uh, thanks to you. The other but, drivers um, in our league would also agree. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, you've been running phenomenal. You run in the ASCS National Tour now. Um, I think last time I checked, you were fifth in points or fourth in points overall. Yeah, now I'm up to uh, fourth. I'm pretty sure. Fourth, yeah. Yeah. And uh, and you're still in the hunt. I mean, you're 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 right in the hunt there. So, uh, but you have been just you've just been killing it. Um, I think was a, you've had five or six podiums uh, before Skagit and Skagit. Yeah, you had until, uh, yeah, up until like uh, the swing out here in Washington, we had. Yeah, I think four or five races, and we were out of the. We were always on a podium, so it was. Uh, we were doing real good there, and then uh, struggled a little bit in our first race in Washington, but uh, then got better and actually at uh, Skagit, got a good third place finish there. So uh, yeah, definitely, definitely doing pretty good. Yeah, I think you were. Um, you were quick time the last on the last night, I, uh, maybe the night before. I can't remember, but yeah, you had the podium and. Uh, uh, and then that piece of, but the big one for me was Knoxville, man. Like, you know, nobody can ever take that away from you. You know, when you get old and gray, you can always say like, you know, I, I won at Knoxville. You almost won the week before when you finished P2. Uh, yeah, that's good. We, yeah. like earlier, we always struggled there. Like we'd go there and not be very good. And then, uh, just kept on going there, going back, trying new stuff. And, uh, it's really paid off even just, uh, getting a lot more track time there. But, uh, yeah, there's, uh, the win in Knoxville is definitely a huge accomplishment. Like absolutely, uh, yeah. Like just like you said, no one can no one can take that away. That's for sure. No, no. I, I assume you're going to go back for the nationals. Yep, that's uh, it's kind of why we've been trying to go there whenever we have a chance, just to uh, get a lot more practice there for the nationals. And uh, yeah, hopefully, uh, with how good we've been there lately, going to the nationals and. Uh, yeah, keep on keep on going there. Yeah, you got to be coming back with some some confidence, if nothing else. Oh yeah, cause that's what. But even everyone has told me they came up to like, just, not just like win like a normal local race. Like it, all those guys there at Knoxville, they're like the best of the best for that, that track. Like it's it's hard to go in there and just beat those guys. Yeah. No, for sure. And uh, both 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 weeks you were there, uh, you had quick time. Uh, so it was uh, yeah, it was uh, a great great overall, and it was just it was great that you. Uh, you, you that you stole that win, man. That was just that was an awesome race. That was a. Uh, it reminds me of that time uh, you you passed Mac the man, you know, coming out of turn four. Uh, so so, a little bit of, of uh, Dylan's history. So he's been a uh, he's been the crate champ, at uh, uh, the, like similar to a three hundred five, um, at Oshawa But then he was three time, uh, three sixty champion back to back to back, holds the record. You know, Oshawa's been around for. Lost the 25th season coming up. It would have been last season, but it's this season. Um, and you hold the record for feature wins, and you did it in three years in the 25-year history, and uh, beat a pretty good, pretty good driver in uh, Glenn Styers to do it. So uh, uh, that's something to uh, you know up here. You know, you, as the years go by, you'll become a you know a legend. You know, if you're not already a legend, man. So it's uh, it's awesome, but. Uh, really really excited about you know what's coming down the pipe for you because uh you've really uh that's the dylan westbrook we've been watching you know what you've been doing the last few weeks you, you've uh, i think got some uh seat time and uh 
with those boys and uh it's really really fun to watch yeah that's kind of the uh newest thing especially coming out here like every race track we've been out other than just a handful it's all been like first time ever going to the track so uh especially like going like knoxville now we've been there quite a few times and there's a couple other places you ran there about two or three times so it's definitely helps out to uh kind of go to the track kind of know what you're gonna unload with you're not not kind of guessing right off the start so as more i do it get more seat time get used to all these new tracks and uh definitely pays off for us well yeah it has been paying off uh, that's for sure so so for uh the folks that are familiar with you give us a bit of background i, I was listening to you on another podcast uh listen to you, and i heard that you broke both ankles that i wasn't aware of that so yeah. uh take us back to you know how it all started uh, your whole racing career and all that stuff <laughs> Yeah, started out racing uh, dirt bikes, then uh, did that for a while, and think we won a championship or two doing that. Then uh, I was talking about how, how old were you then? Oh, that would have been around probably seven, eight years old. So then when I was like nine, ten years old, uh, moved up to like the next class of bikes, and uh, we're actually out practicing, just kind of getting ready for the next race, and throttle stuck and had a big accident on the dirt bike and then spent quite a while in the hospital and then took after that i think uh parents kind of lost their nerves and kind of we took a bit of time off but uh then some uh family members they were racing go-kart stuff so we figured oh, we'll go walk for that did that for a few times and then like all right yeah we should we should probably try that so got to try one then uh kind of spent Pretty sure it was like that off season, made, like build a go-kart and everything. And first night out, went out. Not sure if it was the first race or just a practice night, but something broke in the steering, ended up hitting a big concrete block and broke both my ankles. <laughs> so that was supposed to be the safer go-kart thing. And that <laughs> first night out, it wasn't very safe. <laughs> but yeah, uh, waited for that to heal up then uh, continued on doing that. Did uh, all right with that too, and then uh, got the opportunity to race crate. Then we bought a 600 mini sprint. Did that for a while, then got the opportunity to uh, race a crate sprint car. Did that, then moved up to a 360s, and that's where I'm at now. Yeah, it's a, and a, and a, there's a, a couple of great stories from you. I think it was your last season uh, at Osh Weekend where. Um, you broke your arm and uh, went out with a cast and still won that feature. And then <laughs> later on in that season, you had some sort of um, a, a knee. Your knee was swollen up. I, it was infected or something, and you couldn't yeah, move they, it. Doctors don't really know what happened to it. It was just a little swollen up. I had to go get, like, two needles a day and stuff for a slow and go down. But, yeah, it's just my left foot, and I couldn't bend like i could just get it bent enough to get into the car and it was up against the motor plate but couldn't use the brake or anything so well, all of us in the shop like well we don't want to drop over the points we've got to figure out something to do here so we had this big like bar welded down to the brake pedal so i pretty much just had a handbrake that I had to pull on each brake <laughs> and he still and he still won the feature <laughs> unbelievable could hardly get out of the car after the race but he still yeah. won the feature that's <laughs> wild so it's uh yeah you've had an amazing career that's for sure uh, up to this point and it's only going to get better going forward um the, 
I, I one thing I've been to uh, last fall. I, I was uh, at, at your grandpa's farm, and that's that's where all a lot of the toys are kept. And um, but I got to see uh, the dirt track out the back. The uh, you know for the dirt bikes and uh, yep, yep. They took me out out through the cornfields to see Dylan's uh, track back there, and uh, that was pretty cool. <laughs> but uh, uh, we, another something else I just wanted to talk about because uh, you are you're a huge family guy. And uh, I can't imagine how hard this is with COVID. And uh, um, you know, you're you're down there on your own, and uh, your dad is never his dad has never missed a race until he he went south. And even last year, I think your dad, anytime he raced down south, he was he was there with you, right? Then yeah, until up maybe until, like, up to all the COVID stuff, he was yeah. flying out to races, watching everything. Like even when we went to uh, California and stuff, but. Uh, yeah, with the all the COVID stuff, definitely makes it definitely makes it a lot harder. Uh, if you just want to come down for like say just a weekend, then you have to take two weeks off, or actually three weeks off work for want to come down there, then quarantine for two weeks. So. Yeah, yeah. So it's a uh, it's a tough. But we're up here. Uh, you know, it's um, I'm still two weeks away from a haircut. Uh, you know, <laughs> things are getting better. Um, I was just looking today on. Uh, checking the dates for the Knoxville Nationals thinking you know okay the border may be opened up by then and maybe we'd see if I could work out something with your you know your grandma and grandpa we would go down but uh, it's about the only chance we'll get to see you because uh, most everything else is a little bit too far west but uh, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm kind of hearing hopefully possibly like uh, July 5th they might open them up so you don't have to quarantine anymore but that would be wait, wait and see until it actually happens <laughs> yeah yeah that would be awesome um, but the, the other thing we wanted to talk to you today, too, is uh, we've got a big event coming up. Like uh, we were talking about our hometown heroes, and it's based on basically on Ashwika night. And every night is a different night. Like tonight, we had the Hawkeye. Uh, next week, we got a, we got the Toilet Bowl 100. Uh, our sponsor is Mr. Plumber. And uh, so we'll have late models doing 100 laps. But uh, the following week, uh, it's going to be kids' night. But it's also going to be uh, the Mike Westbrook Memorial. And... Um, uh, and I think it's really appropriate having those two combined together because Mike was just a great, great guy with all his nieces and nephews and stuff. And uh, uh, I guess you're you're the biggest uh, nephew, but then there's all the little ones uh, in uh, you know all the pictures that we see in Victory Lane. The kids are always out there with you, which is awesome. But tell us a little bit about Mike, because Mike was a super special person for sure. Oh yeah, he was uh, he was a great guy. That's for sure. Uh, couldn't ask for a better uncle. He was uh, just just a great guy all around. Uh, even growing up, is always just remember we go over the farm and just like how he always lived with all the other uh, all the other cousins, and everything. He'd be the one teasing you, bugging you. But uh, yeah, definitely always fun to be around. If you ever need anything, he's the first one to come there. Like could uh, be sometimes we get home from races, it'd be two in the morning or something. Oh, like oh, the AC is, did quit working, or he quit working, or something. Just call him up, and he'd either come over or walk you walk you through how to do it. And, uh, if not, he'd be there the next day. That's for sure. Yeah, and then I I know uh, he was a big part of your crew. And any time after the races, you go over there, always had a big smile. Always, 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 <laughs> and just a fabulous guy. And uh, you know, a, a privilege a privilege to have known him. That's for sure. But um, yeah, and. and and knowing how how close you are to family, you know, uh, and I know how tough that's been, but getting now just being separated, uh, like, 
Julia is uh, still at home. Uh, is there any chance she's? You haven't seen your girlfriend since what March, I guess. Yeah, yeah, we left for the middle middle of March, and yeah, I haven't seen anyone since. <laughs> so, uh, any chance? Uh, and she, did she go back to school? Yeah, she's back in school now, and then she starts her like uh, like actually like in the hospital. I think. I think in another week or two, so she'll be re real busy after that. <laughs> well, that sucks. I thought maybe she'd have the summer off and she'd be able to come down for a while or something. But Yeah, I was kind of thinking that too, and then she told me that. I was like, well, look, looks like it'll be a couple more days before I see you again. <laughs> well, that's, uh, yeah. So it's, uh, it's a good thing you got uh, Steve there. Not just, he's a good substitute, but... <laughs> but <laughs> But he is a great, great crew chief, and uh, Steve's been with you for uh, forever, it seems. At least since yeah. tires. Yeah, even before I started racing, uh, we kind of came like to help work on spring tires and everything, and kind of we're almost planning on just uh, helping out like Miles Hill and like the hills racing at first. But you know, they had like lots of help and kind of flipped over with Glenn uh, and Steve with uh, Glenn Styers racing, and they're. I think there's only Steve and kind of one other guy. So we're like, well, they kind of need our help more. So we started helping them and yeah, been friends with him ever since. Uh, kind of when I left with uh, Glenn Styers from Dakota Hills, he came with me. And yeah, he's uh, been a great, great help in my career. That's for sure. So, and I wasn't really aware of it, that you were really with Hills before you were with Styers. Is that correct? Yeah, kind of... Uh, like racing go karts, like I uh, uh, with the hills, they I raced uh, one of theirs a few times, and then we kind of owned our own 600. And Glenn he sponsored me, and so did Miles. He uh, he had the trailer, and he kind of said, "Well, if you guys get a car, you know, I'll tow it around for you and do all that." So he was a big help. But even Glenn at that point, he sp still sponsored me with my uh, my own stuff. So they were both a big help. Yeah. I uh, one thing for sure is you have had phenomenal owners, you know, and uh, great great support from uh, both Glenn and uh, and and the Hill family, and uh, and you've raced with Alex, I guess, since uh, go karts. Yeah, ever right? since uh, ever since go karts, I even when I came out there and watched, I still remember when I was a kid watching like Alex, like before I was even racing, watching her out there, and uh, yeah, for team owners for me, like I. I don't think there's uh, too many other too many better team owners I could ask for. That's for sure. They're uh, they're two great guys, and they've them, I definitely would have made it this far. No, and and uh, you know we were talking just before we we went live here about Alex has really been uh, doing really well uh, recently. Like she's uh, really been. I think she she won the B main there at uh, Skagit the uh, the uh, qualifier. The qualifier. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, yeah, so she's been uh, she's been doing uh, really really well too. So it's great to see all of that success. Now, um, uh, Sam, it, he's not he doesn't travel with you anymore because he's he, he's traveling yeah. with. Uh, yeah, now he's uh, running the four tens. Uh, we did, I haven't really seen him probably only two times this year because he's kind of out doing his own thing, following the four tens. But uh, yeah. I mean, like me and Alex, we still travel around together and like kind of race, race with each other. But yeah, Sam, he's just kind of doing all the 410 stuff. Last year he kind of did 360 and 410, but uh, 
this year he's really just focused on the four tens, and it's definitely, uh, I think it's been better for him. He's definitely improved a lot out there. Well, yeah, and uh, um, and I lost my train of thought again, Preston. Did you have any questions, Preston? Yeah, I did actually. the The one that popped into my head. Because we hear about this all the time, and I think you probably have Roger's little birds come to you at different tracks. How many times do guys come up to you and go, "Hey, I'm such and such. I know Roger Craig." Because it can't be zero. I know that. Oh, it, it's probably happened. I want to say four times this year. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Everybody then, knows. Everybody in the league knows how big a fan Roger is, and so I don't know if they're trying to earn brownie points or just you know whatever, but. They'll go out and look at look for you at the track, try to grab a picture and send it to Roger. It's really funny. Oh yeah, it's been four times at least that I can remember at the top of my head. Probably yeah. And then there's guys. Uh, you had a picture with Blake Chapman, one of the guys who won our championship. I, I think you saw that post and uh, he, but he never. I, I think he was too shy. He never said anything about, uh, you know, uh, knowing me. And um, uh, the the Donovan Ross. Did you see Donovan Ross out at Skagit? Do you know Don? Yep, you know. I did see him. Okay. Yep. Did he say hi for me? Uh, uh oh. Yeah. You might have not have. Well, that's an okay. EOL. <laughs> yeah, that's an EOL. I mean, I'll take him, I'm taking him out next race then, man. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we're still out here for a few more days. He, he's, he still has a chance. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there you go. Yeah, for sure. But, uh, no, it's, it, it's been uh, it's been great following you, man. And uh, like I say, you've been, uh, you know, the old 747. Uh, the seven was for Ted Hogan when I was a fan in 1960. I'm still a. I, I got his card over here somewhere from the fan club, and then the, you know, it's uh, you've been you've been a, a thrill to watch. Uh, you just you're just a great human being, buddy. And uh, I think you know even the the guys on the broadcast, uh, racing boys, and that uh, you know they talk about how humble you are, and uh, uh, you know it'd be easy for all that stuff to go to your head, and that uh, it doesn't. So it's just. Uh, it's cool but um the other night i know it's funny it was like three in the morning you know uh and uh i'm sending messages out on our you know on the westbrook thread and you and your dad's right there answering like immediately right he's i mean we may have been the only ones that last until uh till three in the morning but uh it's uh it's cool he's he's there every minute watching every everything that goes on so and, and uh another one is uh stephen goldner do you know stephen goldner very well i uh not super well but like i've like like we kind of hung out uh back of miles before when he had like a little party and stuff like not super well but good enough yeah yeah so he's uh we're always comparing because he, he's he's always following you and uh no matter what whatever we got to subscribe to to uh to uh pick it up and he's usually <laughs> the one i think i think he knows alex quite well so he's always yeah. uh following uh following what's going on so it's uh it's, you, you've got a huge fan club up here that follows you everywhere you go, and uh, even though you, you, you know you're not alone when you're down at the track, you know you got uh, fans. Maybe not in the stands. Well, you do too, because we send them. We send a few out. And uh, uh, David Garman, um, I better have that right. It, I don't know if it's, it's David Garman. Um, there's a guy in our league, and his grandfather uh, was one one of the original announcers at Knoxville. He's in the Knoxville, uh, the Sprint Car Hall of Fame. Yep. And uh, he was there in Knoxville, and he was saying, yeah, like, the kid's stupid fast, right? So <laughs> that was kind of cool coming from him because he's there all the time, right? So, uh, yeah, he's uh, in all the races. <laughs> yeah, so it's, a, you know, you, you've got a fan club uh, wherever you go, and uh, uh, 
lots of people following you and um just so i want to thank you for coming on man and uh you know this is uh uh hopefully we uh we we do do it good uh in a couple of weeks for uh your uncle because he was uh he was one of the best for sure and uh he's uh still well thought of and not forgotten that's for sure so uh i can't wish you nothing but great luck going forward i can't wait to you know see you again and uh in, in the flesh and stuff and uh, buy buy a few t-shirts and and uh all that stuff so uh just uh oh you, you've got we got a couple of questions here uh so uh it's usually to do with eye racing now we got to get you on one night maybe a hometown heroes night when you're home and yep. we'll get you on, we'll get you out on the track for some special event or something but uh um, i do that for sure yeah and uh you know you've, you've been on my rig that was uh so the, the the thing about that preston was uh he came down to try out i racing that and he got on my rig and uh within three laps he is turning faster times than i had done in like <laughs> six months or something but it was just he got in the he he got in the setups right away and like he's just tinkering and toying and changing it and going back out and getting faster and changing it again and getting faster that was that was kind of cool but usually we ask uh, i racing related questions but um uh mine is uh uh what's your great and we'll apply it to real racing your, your greatest what's your greatest memory in 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 racing in in your career what would be the biggest highlight um that's that's a tough one ah <laughs> uh, the hard hit you, interview yeah you've got he's got a few he's got a few that's the I, problem that's what it is yeah <laughs> i mean yeah i don't know if there's really one that just stands out i mean knoxville just because it's my kind of latest one that was really cool just for being like the not just knoxville just saying you won there but uh yeah no, I mean, any, they're all awesome. Like, there's never, I'm not, I can't think of one that's just like, yeah, that's, that's the best one. Okay. That's fair enough. So, <laughs> and Roger's going to let you get away with that, that more yep. than he would most people, I think. But I'll ask you maybe a tougher question, maybe one that's less likely to get answered. I don't know. But who would you say is your biggest rival? I don't really think I have any that I, that I know of, at least. Because, <laughs> uh, I mean, every, I don't really like. I know some like something will happen on the truck with other people, and they kind of really hold a grudge and everything. I'm trying to be pretty easy going, get along with everyone. But uh, is there someone you find yourself on the track around a lot, not necessarily you know getting into them or but? Yeah, right. Yeah, you didn't clarify that precedent, which you normally do. Is it doesn't have to be somebody you don't get along with. It could be just somebody that you're always uh, racing against, and uh, you know, like you might judge yourself against or whatever you right. know. Yeah, um, I'm trying to think now. I mean, it seems like lately it's not even lately. Are we saying that no one rivals Dylan Westbrook? Is that what is that <laughs> what we're gonna go with here? <laughs> I, I don't know if I'd say that. But... <laughs> I'm trying to think. How about how about um? Oh, and geez, and his name's that that's terrible. Um. His name's escaping me. He, he was going to win. He was going to win the uh, the dirt cup with uh, Blake Hahn. Oh, yep. I mean, he, yeah. he's always there, right? Yeah, he's always there. He's always fast. Like, uh, yeah. It seems like we get a fair few like heat races together and everything. And then soon in the future, like we've been, 
like racing pretty close to each other most of the time out there. Like we'll start fairly close and end up seeing each other on the track at some point. That's been it's been interesting following you this year because uh, you know at first every everybody's foreign. You know, like I'm used to all the all the old Ashwikan names and stuff. You know, as the same regular uh, rivals for you or whatever. But uh, now, you know, like starting to learn these, you know, JJ Heckle and uh, and uh, Seth Bergman and uh, Blake Hahn, and now now you see these guys. Okay, and I, I'm saying to Lynn, my wife, you know, that uh, okay, you got to watch this guy and you got to watch this guy. Well, <laughs> well, Dylan's in front of them, so. Uh, uh, oh, I got a question for you. Um, so uh, the Australian guy, Scott um, Magushki. Well, it sounds like they're saying Magushki, and it's it says it, it says Baguki. Like, <laughs> it's pretty, as far as I know, it's Baguski. Baguski. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, at least unless I'm just saying it wrong all the time when I say his name too. But as far as I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because it was just uh, I was. You know, it, it's all, it doesn't sound anything like it's spelled, but uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, and, and and he's a he, he's a you know a hot foot too. But uh, I thought it was cool at Skagit too that they not only played the Canadian anthem along with the American anthem, but they played the Australian anthem, and I thought that was a real nice touch. Yeah, I thought and, it was pretty uh, cool too. Uh, yeah. I think that was the first time I've ever heard it too. I didn't really know what it was at first. I kind of thought, I was like, oh yeah, that must be the Australian one. Yeah, and it was uh, the girl. She she killed them all. Like she did a great job. I was really really impressed for, uh, you know, it, it was just uh, in that other podcast you did. They were all talking about how uh, Skagit is. Uh, people love going to Skagit because everybody's so friendly. They treat you so great. Yeah, it was a uh, was a lot of fun down there. That's for sure. And then uh, after the races, especially on the final night, like a ton of fans come down, hang out, like kind of leave the car unloaded for a little bit longer so everyone can check it out and everything. It's uh. It's definitely a fun uh, like atmosphere around there. So that's awesome, man. Tell us where and when we can watch your race next. Uh, what is that? Be the eighth. Uh, I almost forget the name of the track now, but it's in Montana. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it'll be on Racing Boys or Flow Racing. Cool. Yeah, oh, yeah. I know and we have a lot of guys subscribed to Flow. And then yeah. you. Aren't you uh, in Nebraska after that, and then you're down in um, um, Arkansas for a few races as well? I think. I don't know. I was looking Montana, and then I'm pretty sure there's one in. I I could be messing this up a lot, but if I remember right, it's right in Montana, then in Missouri, and then we start that big speed week. It's was it nine nine races in ten days? Cool. So I guess you're probably not driving the truck then. <laughs> yeah, me and Steve will keep on making taking turns. Then uh, there was talk about someone maybe coming out to help us too. So yeah, that does not be a big help, even if they just drive the truck or something. Yeah. Well, then somebody. I'm just. I'm just suggesting maybe somebody else puts the track in the GPS that knows where they're going. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Just best of luck, man. And uh, those nine that those nine days in. Uh, out of 10 i'll be watching a lot of tv i guess and uh <laughs> hope I, i'm really kind of hoping it's a long shot but I, I i'm hoping to see you at knox oh the other question i did have for you though is if we had the uh canadian nationals in the fall is there any chance you'd be there or would it are you stuck to your schedule i'm pretty stuck to the schedule i mean it, unless something crazy happened for some reason like that race that lays over top got canceled i don't 
I don't think yeah. I will do. Yeah, yeah, that's that's too bad. But uh, you know, but uh, but yeah. I get that. I, I totally get <laughs> that. You got to go win that championship. You're rookie of the year last year, and yep. uh, fighting for the championship this year. So uh, can't wish you nothing but good luck. You're uh, you're hot these days, and uh, it's great seeing those podiums because uh, your whole family gets to see you being interviewed and stuff. Uh, you know, when you get on the podium, so it's uh, it's not just little glimpses of building here and there. It's uh, you know actually get the interviews, which is great. So. Uh, best of luck in, in the future, and I, I really appreciate you taking the time out for us. And uh, and uh, we'll be seeing you down the road, buddy. Perfect. Sounds good. <laughs> Thanks, man. Good luck. Yeah, no take care. Take care, Dylan. Thank you. So that was that was really cool. I I didn't know a lot about Dylan, uh, like you do, obviously f before. So he's definitely a really laid back guy. Um, you know, I think you kind of expect that out of Dirk guys, but he was, he was kind of a pleasure yeah. to get to meet there. And, and yeah, some something that you know uh, I meant to mention too is, uh, you know, he, he he's the pride of Canada. Like uh, we're, you know, he he is such a great ambassador, you know, for Canada. Uh, he's just a, just well, you know, you met him, you uh, you're talking to him, and uh, he he's just a, a super person super friendly um i think back to the chili bowl we didn't talk to him about the chili bowl uh he has aspirations you know he made it to the b main uh, a few years ago in the chili bowl and uh he was carrying the canadian flag you know they have the intros and uh he was carrying the canadian flag so that's kind of cool yeah but uh, yeah just just a class guy and uh and uh going to a new level that's for sure so um but speaking of going to new levels and stuff uh We've got another, this is a, a new feature we'll be having every week. And uh, following another uh, racing career, uh, we're calling it Connor's Corner. So Connor Ross, everybody knows Connor uh, from our league. And uh, he's been getting into the vintage uh, uh, cars and um, was on the track last week. And uh, so we'll be following him every week and uh, seeing what's been happening, how he did, and uh, you know what's coming up and, and keeping tabs on him. Yeah, for sure. And and this was something that we didn't know that we were going to be able to pull off this week, so it's going to have worked out pretty well. So we're going to close the show with that here in a few minutes. But another po thing that we wanted to, to kind of point out, because there's a lot of people in our league that uh, – that, that will come in and, you know, they run some races and don't get any recognition on a broadcast or whatever the case might be. But we know there's always new people coming in. And, and we also want to, you know, we have a lot of guys that are friendly guys in the league. So if you run into one of the, the new guys, we want you to know who those are so you can kind of be an ambassador, like you're saying, to, to our league as well. I think the guys that stick around the longest, you all, we typically find out somebody kind of, took them under their wing when they first started whether it was the racing or, or just getting involved in the league or however that worked so um, we definitely want to do that so i am reading off a list here i know that's highly unprofessional so if you see me reading that's why but we do have several new members this week we have jacob lassiter um, and these guys also i think all the guys with the challenging challenging names signed up this week so forgive me if i get one wrong uh we have todd hyaletta hi tala I, I now know what Joe White goes through on a weekly basis. Uh, T.J. Moore, Joe Grabinowski, uh, Chase Richner, Rickner, I'm not sure, John Quill, Ty Schobelock, Chris Eberle, uh, 
David Lester, Justin Atkinson, and Marquez Smith all joined the league this week, so we're happy to have you guys. There's still a handful of guys that have applied or, or in some way reached out and filled out a form, but maybe didn't accept the invite into iRacing. So if that's one of you guys, if, you wanted to, if you're watching this and you wanted to be racing with us, you definitely need to make sure you take care of that too. I think there's five or six guys out, st- outstanding at the moment. So uh, well, that's Bill Calder's plea is to, to make sure you get that taken care of. Absolutely. And uh, it's, it's interesting because you, you re- read those names off. They're all new guys. Um, I saw a bunch on the track tonight. Uh, Everlay was out there. Um, I, I think it was Atkinson. Uh, he, he put a video on Facebook. Uh, he got launched in the midget race. Yeah. And uh, I think he hit the fence all the way down. He, he made it to the boats, I think. Um, so uh, he had that on. Um, the, no, I don't even have a list in front of me. So is it, is it Showblock? I think it was. Uh, um, he was in- Showblock is what I'm going with. Yeah. I think he said on the broadcast it was show block, so uh, we'll go with that. But, it, but he was looking pretty good out there tonight. And uh, and then the um, – okay, you have to give me his name again. Uh, the one, the first one you couldn't pronounce, Hayaleta or uh, – Hayatala? Hayatala. Yeah, so so he's already reached out to me. I'm pretty sure that's who it was, reached out to me to volunteer to help out. So Yeah, he was with me in the admin room on Wednesday night. That's yeah, that's right. That's yeah. right. So, well, then you should have his name down pat. But... Well, we're on a first-name basis. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> we had so, to be. <laughs> uh, look, so I just want to welcome all those guys uh, because uh, you know we we add seven to ten guys every week. I think it it seems so, uh, and, and it's showing up in the numbers. Like here we are in the summer cutting back supposedly, and we're getting like I think there was thirty. I went in the dirt mods. I think there was thirty three, thirty some odd cars, and uh, yeah, we had five heats in pro lights tonight too. Five heats of pro lates, and and of course we 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 maxed out in the uh, in the three hundred fives. So uh, it, it's yeah, it's, it's a great summer. You know the uh, cooling off and uh, you know the numbers being down, and I'm sure they'll taper off eventually. But there's you know this is this is like Canada Day weekend and July Fourth weekend, and and uh, you think everybody's going to be away. We thought the numbers would be lower, but it's not happening. So yep. it's a it's a good problem to have. That's for sure. Yeah. Yep. Well, I think we ought to go talk to Connor. I don't have anything left for me. Uh, you got anything, Roger? Nope. I'm. I'm just. Uh, I was gonna <laughs> do a bit of a go on a bit of a rant, but all I'm gonna say is I really hope the uh, the pro lates uh, is uh, better to watch next week. Let's let's leave it at that. Yeah. Yeah, we'll we'll give it a, another week's grace period. It's been ugly so far, so we'll have to see what yeah. happens. But uh, first week, you can chalk up to Fairbury. Not sure what happened this week in Volusia. It was rough, but uh, hopefully it'll get better. We we got uh, we. I know Wednesday night cleaned up this past week, so everything else should follow suit. I think. Yeah, and for all those new guys coming in, this is not typical. Uh, we've been experiencing. Uh, you know, you have good weeks, bad weeks. We've been experiencing some of the bad ones, so. Uh, it should get better. Just like you say, uh, Wednesday night was fantastic. And, uh, you know, and, and I think Monday night was a lot better, too. So um, it's just everybody sort of getting their, their wheels under them again, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thanks, to everybody, for watching. Again, episode 38 here. We're going to close out with Connor's Corner, so you guys enjoy that. Make sure you take a look at him for him on the track. I know it's not broadcast on GeForce TV this week, but if you can make it out to the track, definitely get there. Again, you'll probably, uh, well, you'll hear about some plans that maybe Roger has for the track. Uh, so uh, yep. you, you're not going to want to miss that. So, again, check out Connor's Corner, and we'll see you next week. Take care, everybody. And we're here with uh, 
part of the the Pitside Podcast crew, but more importantly, uh, one of the newest drivers uh, up in Canada on uh, asphalt or asphalt as we call it up here, Connor Ross. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing pretty good. How about you guys? Uh, we've had better days, I think. You know, Preston and I were talking before the show here, and uh, we've had better days. But um, <laughs> you've had better days, too. Uh, you know, we want to follow your uh, racing career through the summer. We'll have uh, reports as we go along. And uh, uh, you had better days uh, than last week's, your your first outing uh, the season. Uh, you want to tell us what happened? Yeah, a bit of a driver uh, error and a bit of a brake failure, but kind of we bro- we think we broke the brake balance bar. So what that does is just balances rear and front brake, and we broke that. So when I went into turn three, I only had front brakes, no rear, and I made a driver uh, rookie mistake and just a driver error by not taking my foot off the brake. So when I had my foot jammed on the brakes and locked up the front tires, I could not turn and smoked the wall. So we snapped the front axle in half, broke a crap ton of things, except the shock and springs, which thankful. So we've been uh, working our butts off, my dad and I and Rob Twitch it, and we've been grinding this week to get ready for Saturday. And uh, we're actually headed off to Delaware Speedway with the G-Force TV crew for the APC series and the uh, Quick Wick Super Stock series. So we were trying to get the car done for tonight, so we just had a stress-free so we would have a stress-free Saturday, get the car loaded, but that wasn't the case. So when my dad loads up to go with G4 Saturday morning to Brighton, Rob and I will be at the shop early, grinding on the car, getting ready for the night race. So, uh, yeah, that's uh, the reality of uh, not having a reset button. And uh, it's, it sounds like, uh, well, when you were talking about it, you know, maybe driver error in the end, but in the beginning it wasn't. It was a mechanical error, and then... Uh, one thing led to another. Um, but that sounds like a pretty heavy impact. You must have hit the wall pretty hard, buddy. Yeah, it it did some damage. Uh, thankfully, I wasn't hurt. The car held up and uh, did what it was supposed to do. The chassis was fine, but that's what I was thankful for, just me being fine and the car still straight. So it wasn't too uh, costly. Now, what what session of the event were you guys in when that happened? Was were you in? Was this in a race, or were you still like in kind of warm up? We were in the feature. It was uh, just after a rain delay, long rain delay. So we went out and uh, had a warm up. The track was just getting drier, and we were six laps in and into the feature, and out of a thirty lap feature, I think it was. So how did you feel up until that point? Did you feel racy, competitive, or, you know, just still kind of getting in the swing of things? I was a few tenths off the pace, and that was just me getting uh, used to it. This is a new car to me, so I just wanted to stay out of people's way, get comfortable with it, get comfortable with other cars on the track, and just get used to things. And uh, I actually scratched. I wanted to be at the rear, so I didn't get involved in things and damage the car, and then I guess I found myself in some trouble. <laughs> Yeah. So, uh, how did you do in your heat? Uh, there were actually no heats. We did time trials this time. So sometimes there will be heat, sometimes there will be time trials. And time trials was wiped out due to rain. But in practice, uh, they did thirty minutes practice for mini stocks, pure stocks, super stocks, and late models. And we had our thirty minute session and. 
we actually had rear end problems. Uh, our rear end was offset and it was shifting. So when I'd get on the I gas the or the brake. I have the same problem, by the way, but anyways, keep going. <laughs> uh, whenever you got on the gas or brake, uh, it would either it would get loose. You could feel the rear end moving, but it... <laughs> uh, the... <laughs> keep going, Connor. Yeah, fight through this, buddy. Fight through it. The car wouldn't be loose. It would just be the rear end. So we were having rear end problems. We ended up get we ended up getting that fixed and. In the future, we found ourselves with some brake uh, problems. So I know you're saying you've been in the shop. Obviously, you've been repairing. You know the damage. You think you got the that kind of those gremlins sh- shook loose too? Yeah, we were when we did take the car apart. We did want to go through the brake system, and we ended up finding our master cylinder was inconsistent. It would push out fluid, but it also wouldn't. So either some of the times it would, like the brakes would work fine. And a few times it wouldn't. So we did find out we did have a brake problem in the front brake in the master cylinder. So we got that figured out. We were, uh, I think it actually helped us a bit. I think it regrouped us. Uh, I've been doing a lot of homework. My dad's been helping me with it. I've been talking to a lot of drivers in the Pinty series. So they've been helping me a lot, taking notes and stuff and set up sheets and it's almost helped me as a driver get focused, learn about the car, learn what it should be doing, what the driver should be doing after each session. So, yeah, it sucked, but it was also a learning curve for me. Yeah. Well, that's that that's awesome because, uh, you know, as long as you're taking something away and uh, and learning, even if it's a tough lesson, you know, that's, uh, that's all good. So where were, were you? You were at Flamborough uh, when this happened? Yeah, we were at Flamborough Speedway in uh, – it's just on the border of Hamilton, Ontario. It's in Flamborough, but small, small, really small town. So, and that's where you're going to be again on Saturday, or you, or is it Delaware? I uh, know. So, Friday is Delaware, but that's for with G Force. Oh, okay. So right. uh, Saturday I'll be at Flamborough with these. Uh, with this series, we we just run Flamborough. We're not traveling with the series at all, which is. Kind of nice. You can just focus on one track, and you don't have to be switching set up each week. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. Like, and I think last season uh, you, you were at Flamborough as well. So at least you get that one track. Uh, you know, you're you're uh, getting familiar with all the walls, and uh, you know you'll know where they all are within a few weeks. But um, no, it's uh, it, it, it's it's going to be interesting following you through the season, and uh, you know, seeing the continuous improvement. I know um, I've been a big fan. Um, and I'm going to forget all my names now. <laughs> oh my God, 19 uh, for uh, uh, Alan Downey. Alan Downey, yeah, of course. Alan Downey is one of my heroes now that Dylan's gone. You know, the never never got in a car, and you know he's just an officer. And uh, the last last season that Ashwikan was running, um, it was great watching him. You know, he spent the first few races at the back, and uh, by the end of the year, he was uh, up contending for the feature. So. Uh, you know, it's uh, it's it's going to be really fun to watch you and uh, watch the improvement through the season, and uh, um, we're excited for you, buddy. Thank you. Yeah, I'm excited for this season too, and I'm going to go back to that eye racing thing. Um, you know, last year I was actually faster. My first time in the car, my first few times in the car, I was faster than I was this year. But um, eye racing helps. It not it just not even getting for a feel. It's just 
where you want to push, when you want to be careful. When you know you're in a dangerous spot, you get yourself out. And I was actually lucky to have, be on a team with Alan during the Race Rivals Elite Series. He was one of my iRacing mentors, and he's helped me a lot. And he won last season at Merrittville over Darren yes. Dryden, who also helped me a lot. So yep. those two guys have helped me a lot, and I, they're going to be some up-and-coming talent throughout the years to come. Yeah, for sure, and I uh, can't wait to see Alan again. Uh, his car is looking really sharp, so uh, uh, just, a, just a class guy, and uh, looking forward to seeing him on the track. But more importantly, we're looking forward to seeing you on the track, buddy, and uh, wish you the best of luck this coming week. And uh, we'll look for a report next week, and uh, hopefully it'll be a lot more positive uh, results than uh, what you've had. But uh, just best of luck, man. We're pulling for you. Yeah. Good luck, Connor. Thank you. Uh, can I just say one more thing? Thankfully, we're allowed to have 25% capacity in the stand. So if you're in the Ontario region, you're bored Saturday, and you think it's going to be on TV, nope, show up to Flamborough Speedway and uh I also have to give a big shout out to Burger Barn, Petro Plus, Ace One Construction, Retail Design Group, and John Carley, and I, Coast to Coast Racing for uh, putting the league on and everything. Thank you guys for what you do. Yeah, and no, I, no I appreciate you mentioning the fan capacity. I know Roger was was talking about possibly going, and I think there was some talk that he would maybe paint a big forty four across his chest. So if you do go to the track, make sure you if you see that, uh, please take pictures and post them to the lounge. I don't want to post that on Facebook. <laughs> that, that, that or, or you know what would even be better would be uh, put a a four on each cheek of my ass and uh, just do a just just do a flash and you're going by. That would probably buy you another wall. <laughs> I've hit both of the walls at Flamborough, so I don't need any more. No, so so you know I was uh, we were talking just before you went. We came on air here that uh, I was uh, I was talking about going to Flamborough and then I was kind of looking at the forecast. It, it, looked a little iffy uh the other day and i thought well maybe i'll watch it on geforce tv but then you just told me it's not on geforce tv so now i gotta rethink everything again because <laughs> i know uh if dylan is racing it'll be uh that'll be a late night thing i could probably get home in time to see that so um might see out there buddy that's uh it, i've reworked my whole schedule now in my head uh just uh now that i i can't uh, watch it on tv so uh uh if I'm there, you'll see me. You'll know I'm there with uh, you know the 44 on my chest. <laughs> well, I'm glad it's going to be on your chest and not somewhere else. Yeah, right. Yeah, well, I think we need to end that part of it right yeah. now. So yeah, good luck again, Connor. And I'm sorry if you have to see that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> thanks, buddy. Good luck, buddy. We're pulling for you, man. Thanks for watching, and join us next week for another episode of the Pitside Podcast.